And that's just one of the things in that interview that King Goodwill's Relitini spoke passionately about, making sure that the history and the culture, in particular of the Amazulu, was not just taught um, to those in KwaZulu-Natal, but to the rest of the country and raising awareness around a debate that has been going on in the country for some time, you know, decolonizing our education system, making sure that South Africans understand where we come from and what we stand for. So Dr. Zulu Matabo Zulu is a research scientist and director of the Madisebo University Research Institute and joins me on the line. Dr. Zulu, good morning to you. Oh, good morning, uh, Mekati, and also greeting to your audience. Thank you very much for giving me this opportunity. It's appreciated. Already we've had several leaders come onto the air this morning through uh, the SAFM Sunrise Show with Stephen Hrotus paying their tribute. All of them, you can hear that, you know, the, the anguish in their voices as they're speaking, really signaling how big a moment this is. Put it into context for us. What does the loss of King Goodwill's Wellitini mean? Absolutely. Uh, It is a great loss. It is a great loss, a very tragic loss and very unexpected. And may his soul rest in peace. And just before uh, we dive into the discussion Mm. uh, about the impact of this and what he stood for, I would like to read a prayer as a tribute. Uh, This is called the Prayer of the Ancestors. And people can, can Google this if they just Google the prayer of the ancestors, uh, Zulumatabo, they'll find this prayer. So I'm reading a segment here that says, those who have departed from the terrestrial space shall rise up to see you. They shall breathe the fresh air of the cosmic space and look upon your glorious appearing when the disk, the sun, rises from the horizon. Their hearts are at peace when they behold you, and their wrongs of physicality are hereby expunged. The great gods of eternity and infinity, you are forever cherished by us. So I was just making this tribute, just to pay tribute mm-hmm. to the great king, Ezolitini. Uh, we were highly blessed to have him uh, in our midst. And I just like the clip that you, you played where he's actually advocating uh, for the real history to be taught in South African schools. You know, mm-hmm. not this history that uh, says, you know, things begin with Jan van Rebeck in 1952. You know, that is a falsification of history. So the real history is a history of the ancestors. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the people who gave us the, the knowledge of architecture, how to build our houses. Uh, you know, the, the Ikukwan, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the great king was always celebrating Ikukwan, the whole idea of indigenous architecture, you know, and, uh, and also the whole idea of, of, of rituals, the whole idea of, of, of ceremonies. I mean, for example, this uh, rit, uh, ritual, mm-hmm. you know, where the visions come is such a powerful very important uh, cultural event that takes place because our people in the past they had a very high sense of morality you know and and the king felt the moral code was very important you cannot be a leader without the moral code otherwise the the, the whole nation is going to be destroyed so those are the things that we miss him about 
and of course his genealogical connection with the great ancestors who have gone mm-hmm. uh, before him mm-hmm. you know and we're talking here of course about the great legends like for example his father you know as uh, cyprian Peguzulu, uh, you know um, and and what's interesting is this um, his father was born in 1924 that's about six years from the first from the end of the first world war which ended in 1918. so you see how the hist- how these ancestors were, were, were characterized by the battles that took place you know and and that's very very very, very important and king zolitin is born in 1948 and 1948 is three years from the end of the second world war you see mm-hmm. so so he knew uh, adversity he knew the upheavals that shook the world on a geostrategic uh, scale so when he was talking about the importance of decolonizing uh, history decolonizing knowledge and making sure people know where they come from he was speaking from that experience and not only his experience but also this experience of his ancestors like i, I already made mm-hmm. a point about his father and it's very interesting that his uh, grandfather, you know, Nkaishana, Mapuzana, you know, Solomon Katinizul, he was actually uh, born in exile in St. Helena Island mm-hmm. because his father, King Tinizul, Katkochwayo, Doctor, Doctor Zulu, we are going Macron. to continue this conversation after this quick break. The Talking Point with Kathy Motsasana, weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. You're live on The Talking Point. What a morning, marking the life and paying tribute to the 8th monarch, Amazulu King, Goodwill Zuelitini. I'll be taking your calls in a moment. The number to use this morning, 011-714-2006. You can also send those tributes on 0614-104-107. We're in conversation with Dr. Zulu Matabo Zulu, who is a research scientist and director of Madis. University Research Institute. Dr. Zulu, it's very interesting because as you're speaking, um, you're actually reminding me of segments of of an interview that was also done by uh, King Goodwill Zuelitini. And and the one thing that he talks about is how important spirituality was for him. In fact, he believed that often much of the decisions that he made about the Amazulu nation were directed by what he um, received spiritually. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Spirituality is extremely important and that characterized his life. And uh, let me just uh, uh, provide, you know, um, a a context, the essence of African spirituality. Mm. And African spirituality is guided by three principles. And these principles, the first one in which is abstinence. Very important. That's, that's principle number one. And principle number two, cleansing. That's principle number two. And principle number three is uh, that is veneration principle. So, so these three principles uh, form what I refer to as a sacred uh, triangle 
In fact, uh, there, there is a book that uh, I'm writing called The Philosophy of the Triangle, mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it's bringing out this essence of African spirituality. And, and this is extremely important, you see. And you have great uh, legends, like the great uh, Zulu Isanusi, Vusama Zulu, Kredomotwa, in his book called Indaba, My Children. You know, he makes a statement there that says that even the sweetest honey can produce excess of bile. Mm. And there is death in every pleasure. So that, that is the essence of African spirituality. The idea of the moral code, the idea of uh, making sure that we are not defined by the adverse conditions of the Teresa space. Mm. You know, we are not uh, misguided, uh, you know, by the trappings of, of this hedonistic uh, uh, world, you know, that puts more emphasis on pleasure and self than on sacrifice and, and working for the betterment of others. So the great King Zolitine, he stood for these powerful African uh, principles. So that's very, very important. And you see, Credo Muto goes, uh, goes further in his book to say that you cannot uh, cure an evil disease with a sweet medicine. You see, so, so the path of African spirituality, you know, uh, is a path less troubled, I must say, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So, so we really pay tribute to the great King Zolitin uh, for standing up for these African principles and these African uh, spirituality. And also make sure that he draws from his background and the background of his ancestors to, to bring out that message of ensuring that uh, we get the knowledge that connects us with who we are. You know, because without identity, we are misdirected. You know, life is not going to have any meaning. Mm. And that's why when you look at these, um, you know, Zulu Kalabash, and you look at the designs, you know, on the Kalabash, or uh, these clay uh, pots, they always have these symbols. They always have triangles, you know, and they always have these wave patterns that look like half circles. Mm. So you see that half circle represents water. It represents the wave of water. Because the wave is about vibration. And that is to say that when you are an African, you must vibrate as you were intended to vibrate, unimpeded by the, by the adverse conditions of, of the Teresa space. And that triangle represents those three principles that I mentioned, you know, uh, the abstinence, uh, you know, the cleansing, you know, and the veneration. So the veneration is about who you are, about remembering the ancestors. Like in my particular case, you know, Zulu, Umake, Wanda Bezita, Wagamalandela. Very important, you know. Very important, you know. You know, very important, all those things. Now, um, one of the most interesting things, as I was showing how uh, the background of the king is connected with our history as well as the adverse conditions of the history and we see this also in his in his lineage you know as i already made a point about his his father and and also his his grandfather you know who's born in exile and so his his life is shaped by exile and he comes to zululand for the first time coming from exile in saint helena 
And of course, the father of the, of the grandfather of the king, last king, he was exiled there. You know, very, very, you know those kind of important points. Mm-hmm. And it's notable to see that King Dinizul, he's born in 1868. So 1868, that's when the great anti-colonial battles were taking place in this country. And the people who were leading these battles were the Basutu, fighting against the English and the Afrikaners, as well as the Tosas also in the south, right? So, and it's very interesting to, to, to make a, a note that the great King Kachuayo, he supported these other battles. They were not just seeing themselves as a, a province or, you know, local. Mm-hmm. They made sure that they sent men to, to Mushuesh to say, you know, we want you to defeat the colonialists. And the Tosas as well. So, so this is a type of tradition that the great king uh, Zolitine comes from. Uh-huh. If you go to Zululand, for example, one of the things that the great king did was to promote the relations among different groups. In Zululand, you have, for example, the Basutu. A lot of people don't know this. I, I suppose it's the best kept secret. If you go to a place called uh, Isandran, there is a place called Ngutu there. Ngutu. It's not Isandran, it's Ngutu. So Ngutu is Basutu live there. They speak very good Susutu. They speak very, very good Zulu. You'll never, you'll never know that this is a Musutu, this is a Zulu, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and you have this tradition also going on among the Tosas in a place called Matatiele, where you have the Tosas and the Basutu. The Basutu speak very good Tosa, and the Tosas speak very good Susutu. You see? Mm-hmm. And you have this tradition also taking place in the Bobo province, uh-huh. where you have, you know, Bapedi speak very good uh, Ivenda, very good uh, Sitonga, Shangani, and Ndebele. You know, so those, so these are the type of leaders and mm-hmm. uh, makers that we need Dr. today. Zulu. And it's such a great loss mm-hmm. to lose him. I'm so sorry that we have to end it off there. I feel like we could mm-hmm. speak for at least another three more hours. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Dr. Zulu Matabo Zulu. He's a research scientist and director of Madisebo University Research Institute. It's just after 9.30. Utsile, or Nandika Bjorkas actually standing by with your latest news headlines.